Hi, John here with a quick message before we start. The Procrastinating Platypus podcast was created to make people laugh. And in general, we try to stay away from things that give episodes a specific date, as they are recorded in advance. However, after discussing the ongoing protests and action around the Black Lives Matter movement in America and in the UK, me and Tom have decided it would be remiss of us not to mention it. We do not believe it would help having two white men discussing the impression of black people across the globe when everything we say will be grossly uninformed and so much has been articulated in a much better way by other people. So please, this week, while you are procrastinating, seek out the voices of the movement. We recommend Natives by Akala, and if podcasts are more your thing, About Race by Rennie Edo Lodge, who also wrote the book Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race. Solidarity, Justice, Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Today's episode is sponsored by adverts that are 10 times louder than the actual show you're watching. See, I think this also occurs on um, the internet. Yeah, just like on, on YouTube or, or something. But the, the main culprits, though, are the, the main channels. So so ITV, Channel 4. Mm. So you literally be watching a, a show, um, I don't know, Broadchurch, and it's like all dark and quiet and there's a big twist. And then all of a sudden it's like, the DFS sale is on now! <laughs> it really ruins the mood of, you know, murder and stuff. Yeah. Also, I have a theory that Broadchurch is Doctor Who in a parallel universe because it's just the same actors. It, it is. That's probably why I like it. Although, fun fact, so if you listen to last week's, you'll know that um, I spoke about uh, going to hell and what my hell would be. Mm-hmm. My Satan would be Chris Chibnall. Yeah. Chris Chibnall wrote Broadchurch. It doesn't make sense. How can he be? How can he oscillate between two extremes like that? That's why I was dead excited when I heard that he was going to be the head writer because I thought, you know what, he's written Broadchurch and Broadchurch yeah. is absolutely fantastic. Got really high hopes. And no, he goes and fucking ruins it, doesn't he? <laughs> what Doctor Who needs is more child murder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> personally partake in instagram uh but second hand via gannon i have experienced the volume difference you know she'll be scrolling through and she'll watch a video or whatever and the next minute is some deafening sort of yeah some music or whatever and then i jump out my skin i always have like everything on my phone muted for that exact reason like even when people try and ring me, my phone's on silent. I, my phone's been on silent since I got it. I think my phone's been on silent since I was probably 16. Yeah, well, to be fair, it takes you two weeks to reply to anything. <laughs> that may be true. But I do think I'm part, a weird part of the generation where we sort of gave up on the idea of phone ringtones. Like we don't really, we don't use them anymore. We just ev- Everyone's phone is permanently on vibrate. Like, I have a ringtone, but I don't really know what it is. I don't know what mine is. Should we find out? Should we find out what our ringtones are? Yeah, okay, let's have a look. Oh yeah. Jump, jump, jump. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got an idea. Johnny, ring me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have my phone back on loud. 
metal version of Back to the Future. I should have really known that. I should have really seen that. It was either going to be that or Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> so, shall we have a platypus fact? Yes, platypus fact of the week. So, uh, this is quite a short fact, but it's interesting nevertheless. Hit me. According to National Geographic, which is the website I'm on right now, platypus reproduction is is very much unique. Um, in fact, it's nearly unique. It is one of only two mammals, two, according to National Geographic. The, the echidna is the other, uh, and they, they lay eggs. They lay eggs. Is, is echidna, is that knuckles? Certainly is, and I'm glad you brought that up. Right. So, <laughs> I I used to call Knuckles uh, an enchilada. I will, when I first played Sonic 3? Yeah, it was Sonic 3 that he was in. Um, I'd not say him. Knuckles the enchida, the enchida, the, the, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's the echidna. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. If you do look at um, an echidna, much like a, you know... How Sonic the Hedgehog compares to real Hedgehog. Uh, the Echidna is quite underwhelming. Like, it doesn't look anything like Knuckles, really. <laughs> Not that Sonic looks particularly like a Hedgehog. Oh, it space. doesn't? No. No. Ah. Okay. So, it looks like a cross between a porcupine and a Hedgehog. But, I do see, because obviously Knuckles is called Knuckles because of his giant Knuckles. Yes, yeah, it makes sense. Echidnas, echidnas actually have really big hands. Yeah. And spikes. Wow. But I'm guessing from yeah. a character design standpoint, it can't make Knuckles too spiky because, you know, that's Sonic's sort of silhouette, isn't it, of the spikes? Yeah. So we've got Sonic the Hedgehog, Knuckles the uh, Echidna, and we can have Dave the Platypus. You, you're saying his name's Dave? Yeah. But Sonic is named Sonic because of his sonic speed. Oh, see Knuckles is named Knuckles because of his knuckles. So <laughs> Bill. Bill. <laughs> Bill the platypus. Bill. <laughs> or if it's a woman platypus, it can be Bob the platypus. Bob. Oh, Bob. No, yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Bob Forget the Venus Bob's on the heels. Bob. But then that would be a bit, bit, be a bit incorrect because only the males tend to have the venomous barbs on their heels. I don't know, and it would, it would work really well because you know when they roll up into balls to, you know, yeah, go around the loops and stuff. Is he can gr- grab his tail, couldn't he, and curl up into a ball, and then charge up and zoom. Can you imagine if we laid eggs? I mean, it'd certainly be interesting. I mean, it's difficult enough now for a woman to push a baby's head out. I'm guessing if you're having eggs, though, the the, the baby does a lot of you know gestating in the egg, so the egg would be smaller than a than a baby we have now. You 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 just shoot. Yeah, that's true. But then, would the egg have the ability to then grow, hmm. or would it have a hard shell to protect it? So, if it had a hard shell to protect it, it wouldn't be able to grow, meaning it'd need to be a certain size. For mm. it to grow in before it hatches, I mean, that's at least be the size of you know a large egg that you get from supermarket. I wouldn't like to shit out a small egg, let alone a large egg. Well, let's be honest: is that you know we're we're male, so for the most part we have it easy. 
which means that it Me would too. have been, been the women that, that are popping these eggs out. I mean, it's a recipe for disaster because I'm sure we'd perfect it as a human race. Uh, we'd have our own little, you know, fridges for our eggs. Uh, the only problem then is if you get mixed up and you get yeah, trying to make your, you know, your, your eggs on toast or whatever, trying to fry an egg and, you, you know, inadvertently grab one of your pre-hatched offspring and crack them over a frying pan. That's... That's not a good image, is it? That's not good. Oh, God. Oh, God. Dave's fallen into the pan. I've cracked Dave. I've killed him. I'm not again. I mean, in this day and age, why you'd call your kid Dave, I don't know, but each to their own, I suppose. Would it be like chickens, though? Because chickens, obviously, if they're not fertilised, they still pop eggs out. So every month, would human women then, you know, just pop an egg out? Pop an egg out, and then would you eat that egg? Um. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is turning really awkward. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my automatic reaction, just because this has been recorded, is no. But <laughs> well, giving it a second. But I mean, you know, an egg is an egg, right? So we eat quails' eggs, we eat chickens' eggs, we eat goose eggs, duck eggs, ostrich eggs. So. Really, if it's got the same kind of anatomy as those eggs, then yeah, why not? I mean, as babies, we have breast milk. Yeah. If anything, you have more right eating a human egg than you do a chicken egg. Yeah, because you're not stealing it. Yeah. Unless you are, like you're going around people's houses. (laughs) You're creeping into someone's house and nicking... Nicking human eggs. (laughs) Unfertilized eggs. That's that's weird. This has got very this has got very weird very quickly. This is gonna feed me and my kids for a week. <laughs> it's this guy dressed as a fox. <laughs> oh no, he's got into the women coop. <laughs> Which now comes with the image that I've, I've somehow entrapped women in this sort yeah, of Yeah, that's what I was just and thinking. Farming for the rest. <laughs> it's all gone very dystopian now, hasn't it? It's all gone very Handmaid's Tale up in here, hasn't it? We're locking women up, frying their eggs. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be fair, this is a nice segue. Um, so, remember a couple of weeks ago, we had the shopping list haiku. Uh, basically, my wife sends me a shopping list of what we need from the shop, but in haiku form. Yes. So, it is haiku time. Sit down, close your eyes. And prepare for this haiku. Breathe in and breathe out. Surrender your will like a shopper trolley in the wind. And breathe in and breathe out. You are a plastic Sainsbury's bag blowing down the street. Beautiful. Have you got a nectar card? (laughs) A dozen chicken fetuses. Disc of dough topped with fungus and chopped tear creators. Spicy red sticks. Mm. Sneezing powder. Sugary and tarty liquid. Beautiful. I feel at peace now, mate. Yeah, it's, I know. It's beautiful. Um, so for anyone that wants to know what that was so you're right chicken fetuses it was a good segue yeah exactly that, that's what i thought 
that's yeah. exactly what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, eggs, mushroom and onion pizza, chilies, pepper, and sweet and sour sauce. That's what that was. The thing is, they're very poetic. Yeah. But when I'm in the shop, <laughs> <laughs> they're all very good, but. <laughs> Walking around the aisles going, what the fuck is a tear creator? <laughs> what was the sugary tarty liquid? Was that like some sort of soft drink? Sweet and sour sauce. Oh, see how that... I, 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 if if I'd been said that, I could have come back with anything. I'd be like, Dr. Pepper? That's Yeah, I would have come back with Dr. Pepper or something. <laughs> Everything would just be cheese. Tear creators. I do cry with joy with a good Stilton. <laughs> So, today's internet discovery. Today's internet meanderings is a story that I stumbled across um, about a week ago. It's a little amusing anecdote uh, that has had quite serious backlash for some people, but we're ignoring that because it's too funny. I think it's hilarious. So, I will read you the headline. I'm I'm just looking at the picture. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so this is from The Guardian. Uh, South, this about a week ago, South Korean football team apologises for using sex dolls to fill stands. <laughs> <laughs> so with the ongoing crisis, obviously, there's no one to sit in seats because no one's attending football games. So this, this South Korean football team filled the stands out uh, with sex dolls. There is a picture of them holding signs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and putting their arms up in the air and yeah yeah um they're all they're all wearing uh, masks but there's a few that aren't wearing masks and i must say they're very shocked by their procedure of events <laughs> <laughs> yeah so some pointed out several were holding posters carrying the name of popular live streamer whoever that is uh reportedly the physical inspiration for the doll's design oh that makes me feel a bit ill oh yeah <laughs> The club said it has been victim of a mix-up, insisting it had checked with the supplier and received assurances that the dolls were not intended for sexual use. Yeah, but did they? Because if they had an inkling, uh, it's just like, oh, yeah, I've just ordered, like, 500 mannequins from you. I'm just double-checking that they're not for sexual use. I mean, I do like that the word mannequins has been put in inverted commas as well. I apologise after mannequins that use a substitute fans during a match of the weekend turned out to be sex dolls. This is where the, the, the aftermath is sort of serious but also funny as both, you know, both groups, uh, you know, the, the, the club and the supplier are both sort of um, uh, apologising and the limbs are floundering as they sort of say it was a mix-up we didn't mean to order sex dolls, which I don't buy <laughs> for a second. Like either, right? Either they've they've just ordered them and gone, yeah, this will be a laugh, or they've they have genuinely rang up the supplier and gone, oh yeah, I'm just making sure that these mannequins we've ordered aren't for sexual use. And some guy on the end of the phone, like a trainee yeah. or an apprentice or something, has gone. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 they're not, no. But there's so many steps in the way between that, do you know what I mean? Of them making the order, the supplier, you know, I'm sure confirming the order, and then the, the mannequins, mannequins, inverted commas, arriving, and then them being put out onto the stands. At what point yeah. did someone go, 
if it was a mistake, did someone go, oh crap, these are, these are you know, these are sex dolls. Oh well, best put them out anyway. <laughs> yeah, there must have been somewhere along the way, somebody must have realised and just rolled with it. But the thing is, I don't understand how people have taken offence to this. <laughs> like, the thing is, right, they're fully dressed. Yeah, They've yeah, got yeah, yeah. masks on. Yeah, some of them don't, but the majority of them have masks on. They're not showing off any any giblets that they shouldn't be showing off. Giblets. <laughs> giblets. <laughs> I've never I've never heard of giblets. <laughs> what are they butchers? <laughs> yeah. How much would they have cost compared to, like, normal mannequins? Because surely they're not cheap, because they've got to have all the parts, you know? All the giblets. All the giblets. They need all the giblets. Uh, yeah, you know, you make, a, you make a fair point there, Tom. Like, they must have known, because surely the cost of, a, you know, a, a, a sex doll is more than, like, you know, a shot mannequin. Because, I mean, I'm looking at them, and they are uh, very opposable. Like they're in a variety of different poses, more than you could get in like just a just a mannequin. I like to point out that the, the different poses they're in is you know they're sat differently in the way of not they've got that you know the not like a Kama Sutra picture book. No, no, no. <laughs> how have you been? How have you been procrastinating this week, Tom? So, um, yeah, I've been trying to sort out the garden, pulling up the bigger weeds. Hmm. Um. So yesterday, I went out there. I was like, "Right, let's do this." Got my gloves on. I got some special gloves from Amazon for two quid. Nice. Um, and nice. started pulling up the weeds. Ten hmm. minutes later, I was like, "No, I'm too tired for this. It's too warm." <laughs> <laughs> went and got a drink. Then got distracted by my phone, and then got distracted by food. To be fair, I did end up doing like most of it yesterday um but yeah i went down there this morning and i was like oh no there's a bush i can't do anything with that <laughs> bush i'm just gonna have to leave it oh, now. Well, all i can do is it it's out of my hands. that's it so yeah <laughs> to be fair right i did try i, I grabbed one of the branches from the bush mm. and literally leant back with all my weight pulling it <laughs> And it didn't budge. Because the roots, man, they, they, yeah. Once they get in there, the, the... I was surprised, right? Ripping up nettles, mm. how long the roots are. Yeah, so you think yeah. you pull it, and then it just starts like the ground just starts opening up all the way yeah, across yeah. the garden. I mean, it's evolution, baby. Like that, uh, you know, that they've evolved such a way that that's how you survive, isn't it? You, because you... even if you chop them off um, at the stem, if the roots are still there, they'll grow back sometimes. Because... They'll grow back, yeah. Dandelions are bastards. Oh, yeah, yeah. I um, So I was pulling them up and the roots do not move. So I tried to get my finger under and pull one out. It's, mm. it's like it's just grown all the way down to hell. <laughs> and there is no way of pulling that back up. Mary Berry's holding on to the, to the roots at her end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary, if you're listening, call me. <laughs> Let go of the roots. Let me have the dandelions, for Christ's sake. Oh, no, not even that. <laughs> Take her out for a nice dinner at Harvester or something. Harvester. <laughs> Free salad bowl, Mary. We can eat salad bowl, Mary. Tuck in. 
You're living the high life now. Welcome to the North. Welcome to the North. <laughs> and then when when you've got her all uh, buttered up. But that was a very good pun. Thank you. When she got her all buttered up, you know, then you slip in. Can you perchance make cheese twists? I genuinely thought that sentence just ended with slip in. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just slip in. <laughs> To be fair, cheese twists could be a euphemism. Hiya, <laughs> Mary. Do you want to go home and make some cheese twists? <laughs> Wrap yourself around me like crusty pastry. Fucking Mary Berry. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Your time and attention is greatly appreciated. Please do like and share if you giggled at it even slightly. Next week you've got Tom's smelly shoes, a platypus-based pyramid scheme, and a sexual fantasy gone wrong to look forward to. So I'll see you then. Bye!